When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello! Thanks for coming back, thanks for joining us, thanks for just being yourself. Oh, look at me all happy. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Good morning, Father Chad. Welcome back from COVID. Yeah, feels good. So after we recorded last week, when I was just miserable as could be, mm-hmm. I tested, and... Uh, I it tested negative for tiger's blood. I have actually, I have human blood that can get infected with COVID, and it did. Mm-hmm. And so I was uh, positive for a while. Today is the, I guess, seventh, eighth day, something like that, okay. and uh, feeling great. Okay. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been getting in a little exercise during the days, and I just went for a run earlier before this, so lungs are we good. Get I'm just it. Testing. It came back. From, no, 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 no. You just had to throw I'm in there. I don't know. I've been feeling it. good. I lifted some weights, you know. I'm just trying to test it. Did a backflip off the dock. It. It's just, you just the, That had, I did. That I did. He was so quick to dump in pre-show, like, you know how you do that thing where you run for a little bit, and then walk for a little bit, and then run for a little bit? You know, I was doing that for, like, before the show. You're just so... To be fair, I told you that because you sent me the hillbilliest of hillbilly videos. And I was, I, I, I told you, I said, nothing makes me feel better than running off and on. And then, because I feel like my brain's working. I feel like my body's got the blood pumping. And then you sent me that video. So all I did was dissect it and think about it. And it was a, it was a shithead move because I wanted to do Wordle. And then I didn't even have time to do Wordle because I was all freaked out about this video. Well, nothing makes me feel better than sending you hillbilly videos. So we can't both have everything we want all of the time. Sometimes the only thing, the only thing that makes me feel almost as good as running off and on is letting the people know that we had a little pre-show ramble about this video, and you can find that on our Patreon. That's oh, nice plug. Middle of Somewhere. Oh, thank nice you. Patreon.com backslash, or slash, excuse me, Middle of Somewhere. Now, I don't even know if that's right. So I don't either. I tested, I tested for COVID, and normally I just, like, leave it for 15 minutes, and then I go check afterwards. I have tested probably, I would, I would think at this point I've tested over 100 times. <laughs> Nothing. Right. Nothing ever comes back. You mean in in the history of the pandemic. Yeah. And I'm I feel like I'm wasting these tests. Right. People are like, don't use straws because of the turtles. And I'm just ripping through these fucking tests, which are nothing but plastic. So that would be a that would be a tough thing for like a sea turtle to die from just choking on covid tests. (laughs) Yeah. Like, listen, it gets that's stuck just, in that, that's suicide. Yeah, <laughs> that's just that's just turtle suicide. Or should I say suicide? Teenage Mutant. Ninja oh, that's Turtles. good. Thank okay, you. that was good. You would hate Thank it you. if I did that. Keep going. 
Oh, I know. Um, so I test Olivia's testing. Olivia also got it, mm-hmm. except she got it from do, 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 Jesus Camp again. Twice in a row. Back to back. She is the, like, I don't know. Who, who won back to back titles? Fuck John Elway. Who gives a shit? What am I doing a John Elway reference right now, six <laughs> minutes into the show? She's. She, she's, we're quarantining. Olivia is the John Elway of getting COVID at Jesus Camp. Is that what I thought was a good show? Is that where we're know. at? You scoffed at me when I said suicide. Good thing I sang the song. I mean, everybody knows Michael Jordan, but he went back-to-back three-peats. So if she gets three COVIDs in a row from Jesus Camp, then plays... She's not allowed to go back. Then plays baseball for a year and a half, and then gets three more straight COVIDs from Jesus Camp, then maybe I have a workable reference that the broader audience can understand. We we did make a joke that this this group that she goes with was going to call her and be like, hey, we know you went to college. We were wondering if you could come back and be a keynote speaker at the fundraiser. And she just comes back with AIDS. <laughs> I mean, so it's like, we get it, Jesus. You save, but not quite well enough. So we're, we're in quarantine and she starts laughing. And I go, what are you doing? Because we felt good the whole time. We were just kind of, I mean, we're at the lake. There yeah. are worse places to quarantine. So sure. just like out on the boat swimming and shit. And she holds up Snapchat. One year ago, her memory was her in quarantine from the first time she got COVID from Jesus Camp. So it was to the day. To the day. Yeah, it was so it was so ridiculous and funny. But so I test. She's still at the counter testing. And, she, and I'm telling you, I put the three drops in and I went to sit down. And as I'm sitting, she goes, Jesus, how much COVID do you have? It already had turned the T, the T line, like, appeared. Yeah. Now, there's a C on the test, which is control. Control. And that one, if it's just that one, you do not have COVID. Do you know what else starts with C? Motherfucking COVID. It's so confusing. I don't know why you would make the C just like put positives and negatives. Thank or some you. Shit. Thank you. It's it, it is pretty ridiculous. So um, so then she tested positive and it was like the we were laughing so hard because we we were saying we're going to have this for a month because when I he, when I'm done with mine, you're going to give me yours. And when I but we're going to be able to fucking lick. We're going to be able to lick hand railings after this. Yeah. I mean, either that or you guys created the Daniels super strain, the Daniels variant. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Also, this isn't this is not a strong start. Did you hear how dramatically I reacted to your suggestion of changing the test? I out loud said, thank you. Like I'm a <laughs> like I'm an older white woman on Twitter now. Normalize changing covid tests like who? <laughs> This, all of this, just reposting on Facebook, this. It's like you and Jenna have been talking about this C meaning control instead of COVID for three months. And you're like, finally, somebody gets it. Yeah. Finally. So I will tell you, when I walked over back to the test and saw that I was positive, I was so disappointed in myself. I mean... It was a look into my parents' brains 
when I was in sixth grade and got 42 hours of after-school detention. Oh. Which set the record uh, for my school by just a whole bunch. Sure. And here's the thing. When you have a smart-ass kid Mm -hmm. in your sixth-grade class, don't tell them they set the record for detention because guess what? That's not a deterrent. No. It's like... I moonwalked home that day. Yeah, right now, I thought that was cool. When you said that, my brain went, that sounds like a cool sixth grader. The I record? still fucking hold the record. He's the, I still hold the record. He's the Babe Ruth now. I mean, what's the sports? And he's not even the record holder. I'm the John you, Elway. You, I'm the, the John Elway of detention. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, this John Elway. He's so good. Babe Ruth isn't even the record holder for home runs. What's happening to me? He doesn't hold any know. of the records. He just hit a lot of them. <laughs> and he pointed one time yeah. to send it out. So here is, I'm a huge fan of the Rocky movies. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to play a scene from Rocky because this is the scene that came into my brain when when I was when I saw that I had tested positive. Now, in this scene, I am the Russian. Okay. And Rocky is COVID. I like how... Justin, who understands the world that we live in and the industry. And so a long time ago when we were like, hey, let's play Walking on Broken Glass at the end of this episode. And he was like, guys, that's technically against the rules. And then we've just done it with 100 songs for the last year and a half. And now we're like, let's just play full scenes of movies during the podcast. Well, listen, uh, Sylvester Stallone's already pissed off because Ivan Drago and his son are like doing a split movie. They're like moving on to, they're doing their own movie without Rocky in it. It's called, please, it's got to be called Drago, right? I'm not sure what, I thought the last one was called, it doesn't matter. Here's the scene. He's not a machine, he's a man. That was said uh, one time to my friend Adam, who we used to go to this place called Stubbs for high school dances. It okay. was about 20 minutes from the Great home, name from for a place for high schoolers after a dance to hang out because there's any slow dancing. <laughs> yeah, so, um, and there was this kid that always wanted to fight. He was from Wadena. And this guy, he would like, just oh, he damn mowed. It. B- by the way, motherfuck Wadena. Can we both agree on that? I actually have a friend, Mark, that I grew up with that moved to Wadena, so I don't know anything about it other than I like him a great deal. A lot. Of, here's the thing. And there's a woman, Sherry, there that we liked a lot. But Wadena was where Greg used to do the Colgate Country Showdowns. I don't, you keep going. Well, this kid would come and he would just start fights for no reason. And then Classic my friend Adam. Wadena. I know. And he used to mow through dudes. I mean, mow through dudes. It was like, uh, it was like he would conjure how his dad used to touch him and then just fucking destroy other, other guys. He's getting ready to fight. He's getting ready to fight. And he just goes, I am worth something, pa. And you're like, yeah, just like, he's just in a, you're like, I'm not your pa. We're yes, exactly. And then Adam, who's a lefty and used to have a speed bag at his house had really quick hands. 
and just put this guy on his ass. And this this kid yelled out, who had been beaten up by this guy before, like three weeks before. He goes, you see, he, he, he's not a machine. He is a man. And I started laughing so fucking hard because I'm like, another Rocky fan? You can't get beat up and then come back three weeks later and quote Rocky. That's ridiculous. Even though I guess that's the story of Rocky. But Yes. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, that was the scene that I thought of because I really thought COVID couldn't touch me. And I will tell you this. I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but on stage in Dallas, Friday Late Show, I told the crowd that I could not get COVID. Yeah. And I said, it, I go, if you have an itchy throat or anything, why don't you stop by the T-shirt booth and give daddy a kiss? What you- I mean, I was I was so cocky about this and then just shut down and got COVID. And listen, it's been a long time coming. I was very, very careful until people got the booster. Yeah. But then I was like, well, listen, now it's to the point where I don't You've had your chance. I don't need to babysit everybody anymore. I was you know, I did my part and, you know, I. I also don't like wearing masks. They suck, but I did it for a long time. And, and so then I, I haven't worn a mask in a very long time on airplanes or anything. And uh, yeah, bitch, I got stung. I got stung. Dad took it to heart and he did his part, but now he's ready to live again. The, oh, yuck. The, uh, I, our brains are so different because with my OCD and my irrational my struggle with irrational fears i have this like i don't tempt fate the way you do i have an irrational belief you know sure i'm not the guy who's like the titanic will never sink i'm the guy who if somebody says that near me i'm like i'm getting off the titanic so i don't i i hate i hate sentences like that where you go i can't get it i I would never in a million years say something like that. Yeah, I'm just, and I'm different. I think I have a uh, fuck you, Joe Boo, I'll do it myself kind of attitude. Sure. Where, you know, I don't ever think like, oh, I'm going to make a joke about abortion on stage and then I'm going to get struck down by God. You know, I, n- I never have those thoughts. I mean, if you talk about sporting, sporting jinxes, people say that all the time, right? Well, they'll go, Hey man, you hit uh, you hit a homer in the last three games, and then, you know, someone would be like, "Oh, what the fuck? Why would you jinx that person?" I always had the attitude where it's like you shouldn't say you jinx the person. You should just go, "All right, here comes the fourth game." Sure. Right. This person clearly can hit home runs, so I don't think a word is going to make them not hit a home run. You know what I'm saying? I just always thought that was silly. The, I'm not. I'm not trying to minimalize your uh, your mental illness. Thank you for minimalizing my mental illness. The uh, I can I tell you about? I had. A, I had. A, sorry, but I had an idea. I thought it'd be so funny if someone with OCD was dating someone with epilepsy, and the OCDs their thing was they had to flash the lights on. <laughs> like 10 or 12 times and it always put their their partner into a convulsion i was like what a fucking horrible relationship but they'd stick it through because they love each other i just thought it'd be like a funny episode of one of those dating shows i i think about uh one thing that i struggled a bunch with when i 
first got sick and we didn't know what was wrong with me. Yep. The you you're like, what? Why is this happening? Why am I so miserable? And I think a human's natural instinct is we want to. I think we want to believe that, you know, is deservance a word? Like the the idea of deserving things. Hey, deserving. I don't think deservance is a word. I think it's the the. It sounds like the fourth book in one of those teen, uh, you know, post-apocalyptic series books. Oh, yeah. Deservance. Yeah, where it's like a it's like a rogue city run by. 14 year olds that are all played by 24 year olds and so you the whole time you're like god damn it they're so yeah yeah and one of them so is much one of the sexual stars attention is, for these 14 year olds you're like i can't watch this yeah one, one one of the stars is uh pretending to have sex with aaron Rodgers so aaron Rodgers can have a beard okay you get it i don't like aaron Rodgers. oh that was his he had a girlfriend if, if you thought the John Elway cut was deep. Here's Chad doubling down with the Green That's Bay right. Packers quarterback Shailene Woodley, former girlfriend, Shailene Woodley, right. and not even mentioning her by name, just referencing the fact that she was in one of these teen series. I love it. I think we should thank just you. keep and, traveling down and this path. Thank you, thank you for explaining it because I didn't know her name. I couldn't remember the name of the movie. I just know that when all is said and done and Aaron Rodgers dies, um, all of his girlfriends will be former girlfriends <laughs> because this dude loves dudes. And I just wish he'd admit it. It would help so many people. I've said it a million times. I'll fight him for charity. The reason I know her name is because Shailene Woodley is a fantastic actress. I think she is. I like truth. I, I've never really seen. There's some movie, I can't remember what it was something where like she was sick or some shit. Whatever. I liked it. She's very good. But something about the stars. Yeah. 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 So, but the fault in our stars is that. I think so. Okay. I think so. Look at us. We're both old men. The. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is very few things my taste is like hey are there any new rom-coms or teen dramas out i'm the worst if we were actually that old of men one of us would have made the joke don't you mean the fart in our stalls oh, come on i guarantee it what do no, we that's how old that's a hundred that's what i'm saying no that's more like hey and your headliner tonight here in fort wayne <laughs> you know so is uh, you may have seen him on uh, Shaving Ryan's Privates. Yeah, come on. Okay, come on. So the point I mean, is, that's, listen. Shay, the only reason I know Shailene Woodley's name is because no one has ever sounded more like a horse owner than Shailene. <laughs> Shailene Woodley. Hi, I'm Shailene Woodley, and this is my Appalachian. Horse, I don't know. For as much as I make fun of horses and horse people, I sure haven't taken the time to learn any horse breeds. What's a horse breed? You got, I think there's an Appalachian. You know, there's Buttercups. Uh, that's not a real one either, but I. Are you, yeah, a lot are you of people sure that's just not the name of a horse? There's the, uh, you got yourself the, the, the King of Beers the horses. Secretariats. Clydesdale. You got a, those are the ones with the huge. Hooves. Penises. Hooven. They're hooven animals. Hi, I'm Shailene Woodley. Right this way to the barn of Clydesdales. 
and one Appalachian something that Sai is not familiar with. Shailene, 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 please don't have sex with that man who lacks men. Let's move on. Everybody's sick of my weird issue with horse people. Can I tell you what I did uh, when I was in lockdown? Well, can I tell you, can I go, can I, I want to finish my, uh, my thought. Oh, yes, please do. When I got sick, I spent, like, we're on deservance. That's where this began. Deservance, yeah. I think as human beings, we kind of like this idea of deservance. I just, my dad, side note, my dad is down here visiting, and we're, we're trying to secure the shoreline so these muskrat fucks can never come. I've, it's been a week, man. It has been yeah. a week where at first I was, we're finally, we started excavating the muskrat holes. So we're getting sure. that, not me, I'm instructing people. I say, there's his hole, dig him, dig him, dig him. Sure. So we dig him up and then we're grading the shoreline down and then we're going to rip wrap, put, we're going to secure, we're going to build a fortress. And, uh, it's, I know you've had a tough week. I, I know you've had a hard week. I, and I, as it's and, been unveiling, I got to the point where I was like, am I just, I think I have to join the muskrats. I think I'm going to have to find the muskrat with the fattest ass and get her pregnant and try to, try to get, you know, I don't know if they have an HOA that maybe I can get on the board of and try to make some change. Like, hey, guys, mm -hmm. I know, I know I'm a man and, you know, there's a lot of tension between our species, but I, I married Carol. Those are our sons, Flip, Ricky, and Ricky too. And you know, you can tell because of their human arms. And I'm, I just, I, I personally think that the houses on the south, on the north side of the lake, I don't think we should live there anymore. And I want to put that to a vote. Like, that's all HOAs are. Just like whoever the guy in the HOA is, like, I want a, I want a long walkway. And we're not allowed to have those. So he becomes a president of HOA, changes the rule. Right. You know, that's just like real politics. So anyway, it, there was a point in time where I was like, I'm going to have to fuck a muskrat, start a family, and, you know, make some changes from the inside. I can't, I'm, I can't beat him from out here on my property. Infiltration. Yeah. Infiltration, which is the movie right after. De, de, uh, Deservance. Deservance. It's the, sequel, it's yeah. the, that's the third. Deservance is the second. Infiltration is three. Okay. So I think... I thought that because I saw my dad out there and it looked like he's helping and it looked like he was going to fall into the muskrat hole. I almost had to stop the show. Which How that, big is the muskrat hole? You don't consider fucking... Let me ask you this. How little's your dad? <laughs> that could be the other question. You don't consider joining the muskrats if they made a small hole. I'll tell you that much. Sure. You're not like, oh, look at this yeah. little hole. Makes sense. In order to stop this problem, I'm going to have to become a muskrat. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So deservance. <laughs> the, I struggled a lot with that idea of, you know, I, I think we like to believe when something good, ha humans do, when something good happens, we deserve it. And when something bad happens to somebody, you're like, oh, you deserve that. People like, I think it, it makes them feel in control, maybe. I'm not sure if that makes sense. Well, I, I think it makes them feel like there is some control. 
right? Yeah. Whether it's a universe or a god or whatever it is, somebody's leading the way, good or bad. Yeah. I, you know, so it didn't like, when you, when I first got sick, I think it's part the OCD and part the irrational thoughts, you know, irrational fears and like the karmactic view of the universe and all this stuff. I had a hard time. I was like, do I deserve this? Did I, is something I've done in my life, like the, like if, when I've been a piece of shit, it has, have my actions caused this? And that was something that I like genuinely, genuinely struggled with. And I remember one day I was watching something about murder, you know, and I saw they had Jeffrey Dahmer on camera. And this dude is just a brick house, you know, T-shirt painted on, slim and trim, looks like a physical trainer. I was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't think I don't think being a bad person gives you autoimmune disease. Like in that moment, I realized how <laughs> silly that thought was. I don't think he's just walking around just perfect posture. You're like, no, I don't I don't think psoriatic arthritis comes from being a piece of shit in your 20s. I could see you being in like Milwaukee one time, just out for lunch, and somebody mentions De Jeffrey Dahmer behind you in a booth, and you turn around and just go, that man saved my life. <laughs> and everyone just kills you right there in the diner. <laughs> it's really- what a, weird, what a weird inspiration to have a ripped, shredded Jeffrey Dahmer, like a poster in your room, like, nope. Just as a reminder, uh, I love the thought of that. It's really weird because one of the odd things about getting a chronic disease that doesn't kill you is trying to figure out where you feel like you fit on the how angry or disappointed or sad. Because to the right of you, you know, it's kind of like being pulled out of the matrix, right? Sure. You now know that like suffering, you're, you're, you, you've gone through something. So I think you pay more attention to other people's suffering. And so okay. to the right of you, you have all these people who are dying of horrific diseases. And just uh, it's just awful. So you sit there and you think, oh, my gosh, I'm so lucky. I'm so fortunate. And then to the left of you, you have people who, like, treat their bodies like shit and just can. Oh, dude, come on. I'm right in front of you, not to the left of you. So and they're just do. I was at the state fair. Jen and I long before I was diagnosed when I was really suffering. We're at, we go to the state fair. It's 11 o'clock in the morning, Chad. Minnesota State Fair? Minnesota State Fair. Okay. And we get there at 11 o'clock in the morning. The drive is hard on me and uh, walking around the fair the whole day. But it's a, you know, you got to live your life. Gotta, my mo wife right. really wanted to go. You got to do it. And so we get there and I'm walking in and I'm like, I'm struggling pretty heavy duty. And there's this group of adults that come out and even older than us adults, you know, these people had to be in their fifties, okay. older than me. And so <laughs> oh, you motherfucker. And so you know what? You do deserve this. Come on now. No, nope. come on now. You don't, yeah, you deserve it. You do not speak to me this way. <laughs> you will take that back at the end of the episode. So they come out and they're clearly drunk. And in the front of the pack is this guy. He's like big big dude right not tall yeah. i mean like a chode of a person yeah he's so wide and he's got he's jean shorts sleeveless shirt uh and he's ripping a heater right he's piping a okay. dart he's smoking a cig and he's coming out and he's kind of like swaying in the front of the group he kind of almost looks like there should be somebody 
playing one of those flutes that brings a cobra out. Oh, funny. But it's more of, it needs to be a fatter flute, like... Like an oboe? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so he's just like walking out like this. He's got this cobra sway to him. And all of a sudden, he just at the top of his lungs, he goes, I need me some cocaine. And then he does like a little like spin into a cartwheel and then keeps going. And it like stopped me dead in my, tr like it hit me. I, I think I went, oh, like, because first of all, if it's 11 <laughs> in the morning and you're doing a spin and a cartwheel, like out of the state fair, I think you mean I need some more cocaine. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, you don't need some, okay, you need extra cocaine. You're out of cocaine. And he does, like, I remember just thinking, like, here I am, you know, trying all these diets. I've, you know, I'm not, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I exercise my whole life, took care of myself. And I'm walking to the state fair like a 350-year-old, you know, gremlin. And here he comes, just coke and cigs and booze spinning and ripping and cartwheeling like look at me brother it was that was a hard that's shit's like that was hard to see it's it's hard to go like oh cool life it does not make sense like yeah two things on this number one taking care of yourself doesn't always work right because then something gets introduced to your body and your body's never had to fight for its existence. This guy is on death watch 24 hours a day. And so when COVID or something goes into his body, his body's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Bring just on, like we brother. rehearsed. Just like we rehearsed, everybody. Okay. Uh, when you got it, your body was like, oh, fuck. We don't know what to do. We're used to just going to the gym and eating salads, being boring. Everybody, everybody, get ready. Do we think an apple will fix this? Will another apple fix this? <laughs> and secondly, how cool for you that you got to see Chris Farley at the State Fair? Yeah, so I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with all this. Uh, deservance. It's, something, it's a hard yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, listen, nobody deserves. When I, when I hear people say, like, oh, I've earned it. Or, yeah, it's nonsense. Uh, you know what? I, I deserve this vacation. It's like nobody deserves anything. Yeah. It's like you do what you need to do to go on vacation, but you don't deserve the vacation. You worked for it. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's probably just a fucking made up concept to make people, you know. Hey, we, we all, there's a lot of made up shit that we all believe and oh, think about all the time. Like, money don't buy hap, you know, all that stuff, you know. The fuck it doesn't. I'm just going to tell you something right now. Ain't nothing better no. than working with your hands. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think if you can work with your hands, I'm like, I am genuinely impressed by and jealous of, like, you know, people who can build things and work with their hands and fix things. Yeah, I can do, a, I could do a little of that stuff, not a lot of it, but, you know, I don't know. It's like, I don't know, we just believe a lot of shit. If by working with your hands, you mean filling out a deposit slip, yeah, I love that. I love working with my hands. I, uh, I love working with my hands as long as my hands are playing an oboe while a fat cobra snakes out of the state <laughs> fair. 
remember the old uh daniel tosh joke about they say money doesn't buy happiness yeah but have you ever like i dare you to uh you ever seen somebody sad on a jet smile yeah something like that yeah Yeah. i mean we're so good at retelling other people's material I don't. Well, that's the good news. We're never gonna steal anything because people be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" You remember that there? Brian <laughs> Regan joke where he goes to the emergency room and he's like, "What's the deal with this place?" You remember that one? My, the show me where you are on the pain chart. I'm not even on the chart. I'm at the hospital. I just told you. <laughs> we're yeah, we're awful at that. Yeah, I, I'd like to uh, just say that I, I don't have a lot of money. Um, but I, I see people that do, and they look tip-top shape. Well, he ain't got a lot of money, but let me tell you something, Sonny. He's coming down to Sy's place to join his muskrat life. Dude, that's... You know, I think I could win a million dollars. Go go ahead. You go first. Well, that's the big news about the COVID. You, you're into this immunity window. Well, we got to get you down here, brother. I know you're coming down anyways, but we got to oh, get yeah. you down here, brother. We got to take advantage yeah. of this. We, dude, I'm we gonna have, be kissing babies, shaking hands, all sorts of stuff. We gotta spend time together. We gotta, you know, there's like an intellectual decathlon, and then Ethan takes my place in the physical decathlon. So you guys, can I tell you something? That doesn't scare me. I, I'm that not does saying not it should. I'm just saying he's got to take my place, and then you know we could play a little left, right, center. We're gonna play a little yeah, dice game. Oh, big time! Practice big time. our kissing. I, we could practice our kissing I can't wait. for a while. We should do a lot of podcasting while I'm there too. No, just that's like, no. Really give the people what they want. Everything but (laughs) the podcast. I might try out for AGT next year. America's Got Talent. Okay. I've been, uh, Olivia and I ripped through this season when we were in lockdown. We've been watching nothing but shows. Let me tell you, I'd like to tell you a couple things about these television shows. Number one, I watched Alone, where people... It's like naked and afraid, but there's no camera crew. You're your own camera crew. Yep. I think I've talked about this where they t- they teach you. They take six months before you're deployed out into this wilderness, and they teach you how to set up cameras. And there's at like at one point, people are like, there's a grizzly bear. And then they set up their camera while the grizzly bear is 30 feet away from them. It's like, dude, abort mission. It's a fucking grizzly bear. What are you doing? So I'm watching this show, and this one lady gets sick because she was eating cow parsnip, right? She's like, oh, I found some cow parsnip. I have no idea what it is. She's like, oh, I'm going to try some cow parsnip. And then afterwards, she goes, oh, my my stomach hurts. I feel violently ill. And then on the screen, it comes up, water hemlock looks exactly like cow parsnip and is deadly to you. It's like... What are you what are you eating something that looks just like a deadly plant? It's like sometimes I just want to fucking reach through my TV screen. Like American Ninja Warrior. Have you ever watched that show? Yeah. And they're like and they're like, "Oh, he's really reached ninja status." And it's like, "I don't think so." Because let me tell you what's never happened. Back in fucking Japan in the 1700s, None of the ninjas were like, hey, I'm going into this fight, but before I do, could you make sure I land in water if I fall? Get the fuck out of here. And they're like, I'm not a ninja. You're good at pull-ups. All right, ninjas, listen up. We got a big, big, big war coming up. Now I want to make sure everyone here has practiced hard enough to climb the steep foam wall. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And 
Make sure you're up to date on your swinging rope across pedestals above water. We gotta stay undefeated as ninjas. Yeah, it's like, hi, I've been teased for being built like a monkey my entire life. I have a huge upper body and barely any leg muscles at all. There's almost zero mass beneath my waist. I've been teased forever because I couldn't ride a bike and uphill and I can barely run fast, but look what I can do. And then they put him on a fucking floop-de-floo where they're like, I wonder if he's going to catch this. Of course he is. Of course he's got strong hands. He's been jerking off his basement with his fucking atrophied leg muscles his whole life. Yuck. Now, every gym in America, every gym in America has right now, you go to like an anytime fitness, you go to your gym. If you look hard enough, you will find a tag board. And on that tag oh, yeah. board, you will find a trainer that got to some level of regional qualifying with American Ninja Warrior. And it'll be like, <laughs> come train with Ninja Beth. She made it to the third semis of the, of the Southwestern Valley states. You know, like every, there's, there's a lot of people yeah. building trainer careers off of subpar uh, American Ninja Warrior performances. And it's like you see American Ninja Warrior and you just go to a park and little kids are fucking destroying jungle gyms. Yeah. I mean, they're like swinging up through the little tiny space and doing a handstand and walking and then coming down on the side and doing a flipty flu. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, so I just don't know if uh, grown ups doing that. It's like you want to. How about we put some spikes below you? Think you can hold on then? That's, here's, I've been here the whole time. Like, do I think these people are impressive? There's a guy from Orono. He, I saw his video that he submitted to get on the show. He was, like, in a boat yard. He, like, did, it was, like, from a movie. He, like, ran up, boat stacked on top of each other, did a double flip onto, like, a fucking house, and then ran that and jumped, and then, like, you're like, oh, you're not a person. It's, it, it was, yeah. so I'm not, they're not impressive, but I'm with you. Let's get some stakes in here. If I'm supposed to be so impressed. Here's why I told you all this. I'm going to go on America's Got Talent because I've been watching it and you know my theory. It's all about stories. I know that. Oh, sure. You know, it's um, it's it's going to be like, uh, they'll be like, all right, Chad, what are you going to do for us today? And I'll be like, stand up comedy. And they're like, all right, uh, you know, give it, give it, uh, give it your best go. And I'll be like, oh, go. Yeah, that's what my dad did on my 13th birthday he just went and they're like oh we didn't know what what tell us more what happened and it's like you just automatically get the golden buzzer sure but here is what i think is awesome yeah the moment you're like well he stole my identity and uh my best friend thinks he's alive so every time i talk to him he find he, he brings it up and so it's like he leaves me every day yeah <laughs> yes and then of course howie would just be sitting there making some stupid fucking pun. First of all, let me tell you something. America's Got Talent. There's uh, there's a Canadian judge, a German judge, an English judge, and who's the other one? It's da, 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 it's Heidi. It's oh, and then Sophia Lagarde. She was from Q, or was from uh, Colombia. Sure. So there's not an American judge on the thing. And I did notice this that balancing acts, all the balancing acts are from it's great you can you can already tell how they're going to sound when they walk on stage you can see the big balance thing behind them and no one is ever like 
Hey, uh, I'm Tony. I'm going to go up there and I'm going to balance on that thing. I'm going to do a handstand, a couple of uh, fucking uh, push-ups up there, whatever. And then uh, I'm going to get down and you can tell me if you like it. It's never that. <laughs> it's always, hello, my name is Vladimir and I am uh, here to do, uh, I don't know, balance is how you say. And we go up. I have, uh, I'm from Eastern Bloc in Europe, and uh, I have uh, amazing shoulder muscles. You hear of Hitler and his dream of uh, fancy genetics. I think it worked, but only in our shoulder muscles. We do a lot of uh, balancing. It's so insane that you can, ju- you know exactly who is going to, like, where they're from when they're doing a certain thing. I will also tell you this. So is your, is your point here that, because I, I feel like what you're saying is, the judges aren't American. A lot of the competitors aren't American, and we need an American right. hero to save save the show. We need an American ninja warrior. Is yeah. what I'm trying to tell okay. you. Okay. Um, there was a girl on there that it, very inspiring story. They asked her her name, and it took like a minute, and she kept going like, ha, ha, like that, and a bunch of false starts, and then she finally goes, ha, my name is Michelle. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Well, the thing is, she has a horrible stutter, but she doesn't stutter when she sings, right? She just ripped this song. It was so awesome. So she's the winner. But, but then Olivia and I look at each other at the same time and goes, well, why doesn't she just fucking sing everything? Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? Like, My name is Michelle and it's what I do. I'm here for groceries. I mean, my life would be a musical. If that, why would you even bother stuttering if you can just rip a song? And just you could even be, you could even be slow. Like, where do you guys keep your juice? You know. <laughs> yes, this is a ballad. It's an all skate. Everybody's skate. Yeah. So the one thing that I did laugh at very hard is there was a sword swallower on there. Oh, love a good. I love a guy willing to put something dangerous through his throat into his stomach. Yeah, just like. At one point, he calls Howie up there, and Howie pushes it and is physically gagging as he's pushing it down. How? There's no way I'm doing that. That would be terrifying because you could I'm lacerate, not, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I don't want to be the guy on the time that the trick goes wrong, and all of a sudden you're like, uh, there's his... I don't think it... Uh-oh. Like, I don't think you want that. Sword swallowing? S- swallowing? What am I, fucking Tom Dustin? Hey, uh, everybody, sword swallowing. Hey, sword swallowing. Sure, sure. Nick Sword Swallowing. So it's um, Boston's Got Talent and it's Sword Swallowing, but they just, <laughs> it's not them. They're putting it in somebody else. So I did notice this. Sword Swallowing is actually brilliant as far as entertainment goes. Okay. Because it's the only thing in entertainment where if it doesn't work out, you can still make money with that skill. And I am talking oh, sucking, about sucking a dick. Sucking yeah. dicks. Sure. Because I, I did think, like, if this doesn't work out for this guy, no problem. Well, and, I mean, on the hierarchy of people on street corners that you'll drop money to, where is guy who sticks giant sword down his throat? I would give, I would give big bills for that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The amount of things that... Yeah, that that is near the top of my list for sure. I, in fact, I don't maybe a chainsaw juggler, but I don't know that I'm getting close enough to. Right. You know, I don't know that I'm getting close enough to drop stuff in the bag on that guy. 
or the yeah. I, I love when people play buckets. I think that is outstanding. A bucket, a, a good they, bucket song is good. They lift the the side of the bucket up with their foot, so it sounds like a bass drum when yep. they do it. That's very impressive. But I've seen it a whole bunch. Yeah. When was the last time you so saw a guy sticking now? a sword down his throat outside a major league baseball game? Never. No. And while he's juggling chainsaws, get the fuck out of here. Do you wanna? Do you want to? We should probably get out of here. Do you want to say, "Hey, I didn't mean the thing about you deserving what's going on." Um, I don't think anyone deserves what you have gone through in the last three years. I love you so much. Thank you. We should end right there because I see you. the glimmer in your Except eyes. You. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I know. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.